This is your friendly spoiler alert from Marvel and Makeup. MCU spoilers ahead. Welcome to Marvel and Makeup. I'm Quincy. And I'm Kay. And this is a podcast where I teach Quincy a little bit about Marvel. And I teach Kay a little bit about makeup. Warning, there are MCU spoilers ahead. Spoiler, 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 spoiler alert. So our guest today is so awesome. She is a comedian, actor, singer, and writer. You can catch them on Between Two Ferns, the movie, uh, the movie show on Sci-Fi Channel, and the upcoming season eight of Reno 911. She was also a writer for the CBS Diversity Showcase and appeared in the award-winning short films Hutterite and Salamanca. Salama, I literally just practiced. <laughs> Salamagan, Sal- Salamagan, Sal- Salamagan. Please welcome, Please welcome. Giovanni Linayo. Giovanni Linayo. Did I say that right, Giovanni? <laughs> yeah, Linayo. <laughs> no, the Salamagan. Oh, Salamagan. Salamagan. And then yeah. I uh, stuttered over sh- award winning. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Award? award? award. It's award winning. It's award actually award winning. Award winning. Yeah. But it's fine. Everybody does it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome, Giovanni. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I'm so excited. Marvel makeup. Yes. Um, you know, just to start off, you know, we're watching Guardians of the Galaxy. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy. We're talking about that today. Um, what's your relationship with Marvel comic books? Just like all that stuff in general. Um, I definitely enjoy all the movies. I love the tone of the comedy. I'm always just like, oh, these jokes are so good. Um, uh, I watch. I watch pretty much all the movies. If I miss one, then I'm like, then I'm like, oh, how did I miss that? Um, but I'm not like. I, I don't. I don't like read blogs or like I'm not going for a deep dive, but I'm staying up on pop culture at the very least. Cool, cool. So we have a little bit of a, a Quincy to K spectrum. spectrum. We always, <laughs> you've always tried to figure out where people lie. Maybe, maybe you're right in the middle. I feel um, like I'm in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's a good place to I'm, be. Yeah, I'm like that too. I'm more familiar with like the TV shows and the movies. Um, I, I mean, I will like look up the next day sometimes like, what were these Easter eggs? But like, I, I'm not a big comic reader. So um, yeah, so we're all kind of in the same realm. Um, but today we are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, a little about it. It came out in on August 1st, 2014. It was directed by James Gunn, who also directed Slither, the new Suicide Squad movie that's going to come out. Um, And he also was a writer on the live action Scooby-Doo movies. I thought that was funny. (laughs) You know what's crazy? I've actually seen the live action Scooby-Doo movies, which is like so random. And I missed the whole podcast is me having not seen Marvel movies, but it's like I saw the live action Scooby-Doo movies. (laughs) (laughs) Live action Scooby-Doo was on your radar. Yeah, I remember because it had Freddie Prince Jr. And he was like, you know, kind of like the heartthrob from, you Freddy. know, the 90s movies. Fred? Like Is it, doesn't he play Fred? Fred, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays Fred. He plays like the 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 blonde guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, 
And just to take you back and put you in that mindset, um, 2014 was the year that Pharrell's Happy came out and he was like wearing that that brown hat and he was that like, brown hat the, the smoky yeah. the bear hat and then everyone thought we, we were gonna do that for a hot second i remember <laughs> and they're just like no nah, we're good you you can keep it for real yeah because it was also so tall like it was just not a yes. practical <laughs> yep that was one RuPaul of the did a similar hat oh did a he? couple RuPaul, years later RuPaul so can do whatever she wants like <laughs> Uh, I met a podcast producer who the producer for her podcast, their podcast. And the first day they met, I just remember the way they vividly described his walking cane. They met at like the W or something. And he came in with like a beautiful cane. And I'm like, man, I wish I could be RuPaul. (laughs) Man. Yeah. I mean, and just to have a cane for style, you know, that's like. You know, you're, he's not he's not like my grandma who's like, I legit need this cane. You know, he's just like, no, it's something to swing around. Yeah. A <laughs> um, couple other things. Um, that was the year of the ALL, ALS bucket challenge when everyone was pouring ice on their heads. Did either of you guys do that? I, I didn't. Uh, I did it, but I don't think I posted it. I just like it was at work and I just didn't feel like throwing off the vibe. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'll do it because <laughs> I was just, like with all my coworkers and everybody was doing it. But I, I absolutely gave into peer pressure. I thought it was silly to waste so much water. Yeah. Oh, I remember I was working at a spa and I was like, I'll do it at the end of the night with the spa water because it, it won't be wasting water. Oh, wow. So it, like I got ice dumped on my head, but it was also full of like fresh oranges. Oh, oh. Very refreshing. Yeah. Did it feel, did you feel like cleansed, like a, a citrus cleanse? Was it like a, I, I felt like I gave into peer pressure, but on my own terms. So <laughs> cleansed, but, but also like with a caveat. Well, that's a good lesson to you kids. If you're given to peer pressure, make it on your own terms. Go, don't put all the, get all the pressure, put some pressure back on that. Um, a couple other things. Bruno Mars played the Super Bowl. Um, Kim Kardashian broke the internet with that picture of her, of her booty, her mm-hmm. of her nude booty. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and actually, I thought this was interesting. Sashira Zameda joined the SNL cast wow. and she was the first black woman in six years to join SNL. What? Ah, oh, man. And so, yeah, so those are just a few things that happened in 2014. Do you still feel like it was only three years ago, Quincy? No, it just I'm starting to feel like the 20 teens were just like kind of a blur because I'm like, man, and I'll pinpoint where I was in L.A. because I was still living in the valley Mm -hmm. at that point. And that feels like a lifetime ago. But then. You do Quincy, the math of 2014. It's like whenever nothing. we look back, Quincy is like, "Isn't that only three years ago?" We're it was, just like, "No, it's a lot longer." Yeah, <laughs> time time has passed. It um, feels like five years ago, which is like, you know, more accurate. Which is more than what you than yeah. the stuff in 2010. You were like, "That was like three years ago," but now yeah. that we're in 2014, you're like, "That's five years ago." Yeah, I don't know. And <laughs> the way you perceive time. Yeah. It's fun. Well, you know, I think it makes it uh, a good segue. I don't know if it's a good segue, but we're going to do it anyways. We're going to segue into the actual movie Guardians of the Galaxy. Yay. Um, yeah, such a such a, a 
different world from where we've been in the MCU so mm-hmm. far. We've been on Earth. Um, the most that we've gotten into space is, you know, Asgard, Asgard. Um, with, you know, the whole Thor uh, storylines. Um, and yeah, and just, you know, to start off, you have that great opening scene with like the little kid and like, you know, his mom dying and and then you get sucked up into the spaceship. I remember when I first saw that scene, I was just like, oh, that kid, that kid's yeah. really bringing it that, in this scene. Is this your favorite movie, Giovanni? My favorite of the Marvel movies? Uh-huh. Uh, honestly, they really blur together. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I when when you sent a list of options, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Guardians. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I really like this one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I what am I going to do about Black Panther? Not say that one's my favorite. I don't know. That one's yeah. so good. Yep. But I really like Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. So we we did give you movies from phase two. Um, so yeah, of, but of the phase two, you, you did pick guardians. Um, yes. and, 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 you know, when I, this first came out, I would say it is one of my favorite ones. I do like the ones that are, have like multiple characters and are like team like oriented. ensemble. Yeah. Cause you know, Marvel. Avengers, the Avenger ones are some of my favorites. Um, I think this you, might be my favorite. I think oh! this knocked. Okay. So Giovanni, my favorite. <laughs> Marvel movie is like the relatively unknown Incredible Hulk with Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Yes. And I'm just like, is it so like sad and like, not sad, just emotional, right? Like it's very like a human story, I feel like. And um, I cried twice watching. And this one? Yeah, I cried twice at the end. Um, and I was like, I think this is my favorite. I think. Wow. Where did you cry? I, I cry so much and I can't think of when uh, to cry. I cried, in this I cried when Groot saves them with mm-hmm. like the tree. And I was like, oh my God, floating light. the little fireflies. And I was like, oh my God, they're surrounded by all this organic matter. I was like, oh my God, that's the lesson is that only like organic matters, like life matters. <laughs> huh. Yeah. And then I think that final ending where they all like finally get their shit together and are like holding on to each other. Yes, yes. Um, Just because like I realized thematically they did a very good job pulling this theme of like loss and loneliness and isolation through all of the characters and the infighting. And so that ending moment was very satisfying. And I was like, I think this might boot off Edward Norton. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, yeah. I love that it was so hard to boot off Edward Norton. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could see, I like this movie. I could see crying in the part where they're all holding hands, like, like the first day of my period or like on mushrooms, I could see crying, but it did not inspire me in such a way this oh, I cry at the drop of a hat. Um, and, and like the comedy is great. The characters are all so fun. The casting was like so on point. Yeah. And, and you know, and you have that opening scene with Chris Pratt playing Peter Quill, Star-Lord, who I had known from Parks and Rec mm-hmm, and you know, loved him from that. And so to mm-hmm. see him like kind of be that comedic superhero presence. Not only I, I not only I was just like, this is amazing. And, and it just looks so different from all the other movies that I was just like, this is so cool because it, it looks so different. And and it's so funny, like right off the bat, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, also, this was one of the Marvel movies I did see, Kay. <laughs> and I did not know. And I'm we, watching it. We went it. from you only have ever seen one. I know. I know. Now have you're like, oh, I remember I've seen this I one, I did too. see this. And I'm like watching the Marvel comic flip. And then, you know, after that opening, like where he gets abducted, 
they do the comic flip and they go Marvel. And I'm like, oh, I just must have missed that whole chunk and been like, this is a random superhero movie I'm watching. So maybe you're running late to the movie. And maybe. missed that first open scene. No, I did okay. see that open scene, though. That's the thing. So I don't I don't know. Huh. My brain. His mom, his mom saying, take my hand like that was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. That was gut-wrenching. We just got too. here. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, no, I'm too scared. And like hides his face. And I was like, hold her hand. Like, hold her hand. You will regret this. <laughs> well, and, and just even like the, I, I know the uncle in that scene, I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah. But even in that moment, you're he's just like, Oh, this stuff is going down and this kid is gonna have to go through this this kid is dealing with trauma. Um, which he does once he's, you know, abducted and then, you know, he's on the planet looking for um the the infinity stone. Um you, you also we also meet Digimon Hansu, um's character, uh, who's working for Ronin, who's played by Lee Pace. Did you did you uh notice that Lee Pace uh played the blue guy? The What's Lee Pace in? He was in um, uh, Lord of the Rings. He was one of the elf uh, oh. king people. His face is familiar. Wait, who? He played who? He played oh, Ronan. He played Ronan. That guy. Oh my god, that's so crazy! Uh, by the end of it, I wrote, "Ronan is a nerd." <laughs> <laughs> I just felt right. like Ronan. Just that's my citizen's take for this episode. Um. I just was like, he was so serious, and 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 I did. Uh, to my credit, I did not look this up. Why he hated Zan- Zandar? Zandar? Mm-hmm. I put Zandra. Um, why? I because I didn't want to spoil things. I keep spoiling things for myself. Um, yeah, it just felt like every. I think because, and I think he's a great villain for this um, movie. Mm-hmm. I guess it felt like. Everyone else was kind of having fun in spite of being hurt. And he's the one going around just like stomping around being a dick. And I was just yeah. like, Ronan, like, get a hug or something. Well, well and, and I think one of the reasons why he's so kind of like vigilant is because he is a child of Thanos who has his whole thing. You know, Thanos. The I didn't realize purple. he was also a child of Thanos. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't realize know that. He was- Did they say that in the movie? Well, I mean, they call him, don't they both call him father? Like Nebula, because Nebula and Gamora and Ronan, they're all children of Thanos. Ronan calls him father? I I think so. Nebula is just like, are you going to kill our father? I thought like that meant that. I thought she meant ours like Yeah, like the sisters. Yeah. Mm, I'll double check that. But I'm I'm pretty sure like, well, I mean, he's at least, you know, I think I think he is a, a child of Thanos. Um, I, love, I love the look of Ronan. I commented to myself that like, I really liked in, this is a different universe, but in, in do you remember in the first, uh, in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, that first uh-huh. one, when we meet Nero, like they're under attack and stuff and it's very scary. And then like, and then he comes on the screen and he's like, hi, I'm Nero. <laughs> and it's just like, which is like odd. And like, it's, it's like, I don't know, but I just feel like the like, it's just like, it's been done. It's been done as villains go. Like I'm very serious. And my That's voice what I is mean. gruff. It's like, it's like, been done. Yeah. I'm like, stop nerding around. Just like chill, make some friends. Like you don't have to or be bring, so or bring, like Bring an interesting angle like, to twist. it. Yeah. 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 To, just to the, to the performance. Oh, my yeah. God. Lee Pace mm-hmm. is going to be so mad when he definitely <laughs> listens to me talking about this. 
did you think that helped him? Do you think he would have been able to be kind of more quirky? Because the the his he's pretty much like kind of that straight villain, which kind of allows like the the guardians to be quirky, especially mm-hmm. in the character of Peter Quill. I definitely don't need him to be goofy, mm-hmm. but I think that like nobody's pure evil. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's but like that type of that type of delivery to me, like even even Thanos to me is like interesting. And yeah. that performance like Nebula, is, Nebula. Yeah. Like cool. all of them are like different kinds of broken, mm. broken and angry. But like, I don't know. It's just like I didn't see anything I haven't seen before hmm, interesting interesting okay cool 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 yeah that's I, why i agreed to this podcast it's to comfortly pace <laughs> <laughs> oh no watch out i love the makeup though whoever yeah, does great. makeup that's great i mean makeup talk about great. talk about eyeshadow we're gonna talk about eyeshadow today i mean he legit he had kind of like a like a badger type running look. it down his yeah. eye <laughs> crusty yeah. embrace the crustiness yeah <laughs> hey yeah they yeah. were he I felt like that was his version of Bedazzle and I was like, mm-hmm. you do you. I love texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and then you know, we we get to Xandar and we and we actually uh that's when they kind of like start to come together, not as a team, but like where they first meet each other. You got Rocket and Groot going after Quill because there's money on his head, and then Gamora, who's actually after the stone. Um, I I always really like that uh that fight scene because a it's like we meet Gamora and you're just like yay badass female character and also it's just like the humor in the in the choreography and the fighting so many mm-hmm. previous fights it's just like we're we're fighting each other and it's serious but you know the, there's, there's so much difference of like we're fighting melee style hand to hand but then we're also shooting things at each other and we're also using our gadgets to kind of get away from each other and then Groot just puts Peter in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just killed me because I was paying attention to the credits that Vin Diesel played him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it doesn't sound like him. <laughs> it doesn't, but then sometimes it does a little bit. And you're just <laughs> like, I would love to see Vin Diesel, like, in the booth performing, like, Groot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, and I read this uh, when I was doing my uh, looking things up. Um James Gunn had written a script just for him and Vin Diesel to have that had all the Groot lines translated into English. So Vin Diesel knew exactly what he was saying whenever he was saying, I am Groot. Oh, that's so cool. every single line, he was having a specific intention, even though he was saying the same thing that's over really and over I again. I love knowing that. Thank you so much. I wanted to see Vin Diesel in the booth just mad that he agreed to this and yeah. just like, this one's okay. I am Groot. Yeah. No, okay. I am Groot, and this is like not getting any direction. <laughs> just yes. we just need a bunch of different ways. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, like he and, and that's just a thing that he, him, and James Gunn got to have. Or maybe one day. Oh, that would be crazy. Like one day down the line, we're like we're gonna release, we're gonna release the Groot cut. Where it's like, amazing. you know, where all of his lines are translated because, you know, the whole thing with cuts nowadays, like everyone's just like the special cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you are you are you guys aware of the, the whole Snyder cut? That's not this isn't a Marvel thing, but I watched it. Oh, you did? In oh, my two parts and fell asleep both times <laughs> for a little bit just because it just got a little long. I was like a oh, little long. I'm tired. I mean, 
Yeah, it was great. I mean, a lot. It was a. If you guys are, you know, wanting some Jason Momoa eye candy for like Mm. a lot of it, he has a bunch of slow mo t shirt takeoffs that you're just like, oh, okay, artistic vision. Mm." True, true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and and so oh, and then in Xandar, did you catch the Stan Lee cameo? He's yeah, Mm -hmm. just hitting on a girl, hanging out in Xandar. Being old Stanley, uh, so yeah, that was fun. Um, and then you know you have them uh, go into that sequence where they're like talking about each of the characters. A really cool way to do exposition. Um, and like you know John C. Riley, who I've always God, been a fan he was of, so good in it. I, yeah. Anytime I see him on when he appears, you're just like yes. And when he comes, <laughs> you're just like yeah. Like I don't. He was so good in that in like the small role that he did. I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Just and, delightful. And, and I think it and think it also kind of added to like the credence of like this isn't your regular Marvel movie, you know, we have these people who, you know, can play the, those serious moments, but also like you know that, you know, are really funny. Um and then, you know, they go into that whole prison sequence. Uh I don't know if you guys, but like this was like an epic, epic scene. It's also kind of partly related to um the Disneyland ride that they have mm-hmm. um where they're breaking out of it i think that this is the 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 location where that's set um tower of terror is not better what was that tower of terror is not better <laughs> now that it's guardians of the galaxy <laughs> See, i, never, I like guardians of the galaxy <laughs> yeah yeah i i never went on tower of terror so i didn't never could contrast but like yeah there's a whole thing where people were like are diehard tower of terror fans and once it switched over to Guardians of the Galaxy, they're just like, no, we don't like it. But I mean, I'm, I'm, not, remember- a, I'm not a diehard Tower of Terror fan. It's just not better. Just objectively, yeah. it's not theming it's wise. Like- it's just not better. What were you about to say, Kay? I'm sorry. Oh, the no, Tower of Terror people, it's the, literally still the same ride. Like, <laughs> yeah, the sensation has- is the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you ever rate, did you ever ride Tower of Terror, Quincy? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh no, oh, go ahead, you, Giovanni. Did you, you, did you? No, it's not about me anymore. But yes, I made it. <laughs> I have, and I was blitzed out of my mind on edibles, and I had so much fun because I did not know like which way I was going. <laughs> and then when we wrote it um, at Disneyland, I wasn't as blitzed out, and like I don't like drops like that because just mm. my stomach falls out of my butt, and I don't like it. But it was fun. I mean, it was fun to write it with friends and have that sensation. <laughs> I, was, I was so grateful to be on edibles at Disneyland while I had a pass, like while I had a season pass or else that day would have been, I, I would, it was just too much. It was too much. That's too much sensation for me. Like there's too much, like I remember getting onto the Incredibles ride and I was too high to figure out how to get my harness on. Oh. And so like people are just waiting for me to start. And I was like, where is it? It's here. I think it was here. I don't remember if it was here or here, but I was like, I couldn't figure it out. And it was like so stressful. There's just too much going on. All these like seven year old and seven year olds and their parents are judging you. <laughs> it's not that hard. I'm like, I know it's not hard. Well, speaking of Disneyland, you're a big, pretty big Disneyland person, right, Giovanni? Like you, you said you had the pass. So yes, I've, you I've would, had the pass a couple times. You uh, see, I, I, I remember. I know there are people, you know, people who are Disney people and have gone a lot. I, I, I'm not. 
I'm didn't really go as much, but um, they are going to have a Marvel themed area open up. Oh, cool! In June, and so that is something that That's eventually, soon. yeah, it's yeah. called Marvel Campus, um, and you know, it's it's kind of going to take. It's going to be built off of the whole Guardians place. So it's like going to they're going to have like oh. an Ant-Man section and a Doctor Strange section. You know what be- location Aww. where like <laughs> what those first two examples were bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Ant-Man. <laughs> Do you know what uh, like part is it in the Star Wars section as well? Do you know it, what area they're converting? Yeah, it's in the California Adventure area where the uh, Guardians thing uh, is already. OK, 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 cool. Yeah. Okay. And, and then. Cool. Yeah, and I think they're gonna have a Spider-Man thing too. So, um, so I'm yeah, still ex- I'm still excited for it, regardless of what it is. I I just love immersion in theming, mm. so that's gonna be fine. Like, I love the Star Wars land, and I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan, but they just do so great with the small details. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Build, I'll go to Ant Man Land, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you guys gone to the worlds. shows? Like, the shows are like what are what people snooze on like would they'll have like musical acts in different ones and they're like full-on like mini productions and i like always skip them because i was like i don't want to like i want to go on the ride but they're actually really really fun yeah 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 i i remember seeing and and i feel like they they become testing grounds for like the broadway versions of musicals and stuff Mm -hmm. like i remember seeing the aladdin uh Mm -hmm show at disneyland and then yes. eventually when you know i would see footage from the broadway show i'd be like this this looks a lot like that like oh. you know so yeah. so yeah i mean i feel like it's just like you know not only are they creating these worlds but they're also creating That's smart like workshopping you know ways to kind of like expand you know disney man yeah they, they've been doing this for a while they, yeah they know what they're doing <laughs> they know what they're doing got a good handle on it yeah yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, so back to Guardians, um, the big prison scene um, with, you know, uh, um, them coming in and and and, um, you know, you us meeting Drax, uh, that great scene where he goes after Gamora and then Peter, you know, stops him. I don't know if you guys did you guys see Jurassic World, the one that Chris Fat is in? It, it, it's kind of the same exact position. <laughs> he's in when he like I remember he, he does this thing where like he holds up his hands to like the raptors i realized i was oh. like oh yeah <laughs> i was like funny. oh he's kind of doing the same exact thing when he's like telling drax to stop i was like i think this is a i think this is a chris pratt thing I think- yeah dave bautista by the way killed it with all his com joke lines oh, he good. was so funny he's still like- you know yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like in wrestling, right? He was a WWE wrestler. And mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it was just so good. I've, I've seen him like here and there in action movies as like, you know, like the muscle dudes. It was so good to see him with like comedy lines and killing it. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's great. Yeah, super, super fun. And, and also just that whole sequence of like, you go from Rocket being like, this is the plan. We have to do this, this, and this. But this is the thing that we have to do very last. last. Yeah. And then group pulls the thing. It's like, mm-hmm. or are we going to do it first? Um, so, yeah, I just, I just, I've seen this movie more than a few times and I have the Blu-ray. So I've seen like the special <laughs> features. And whenever they talk about like this scene and this sequence, it's just like amazing how like, massive that set is and like how they had to like choreograph all of the like the shots so they could like create that major sequence and and you also have the people 
you know, the people playing Groot and Rocket like on the ground, but they're pretty much like in kind of a green screen type, um, you know, uh, costumes so they could overlay the actual CGI of Rocket and Groot. Um, So, yeah. So whenever I I watch that sequence, I'm just like, oh, man, that's that's a lot of work. That's that's pretty massive. That that sequence. Um, I I thought it was interesting how in that in that like high octane action scene, Peter is negotiating with the prosthetic leg guy. Yeah. Because like, and like, uh, I just feel like in, in every other scenario, like if they need something, they like take, 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 take. And it's just like, he's like, what can we do? He ends up paying him for it. And it just, it feels off brand, but I appreciate it. Cause sometimes I'm like, what'd they do to you? Like yeah. it's a lot of innocent people getting hurt here. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that also makes it uh, like, what again another way that this movie kind of uh, separated itself from the rest of the mcu like you know they were creating this main hero guy who was like the leader of this team but he's kind of the least he's like kind of like the weakest link in a way (laughs) you know of them um but he's also the one that kind of like ties them together so you know here's here's a hero with different strengths uh, speaking to that to gamora there are so many moments where like essentially just a bunch of dudes duding around her and just her having like uh women thoughts of like god these idiots like yeah. just <laughs> god these it like i'm gonna mm. and then she even says i'm gonna die with a bunch of idiots right yeah surrounded yeah. by morons. Yeah. yeah she was yeah. so good yeah she i mean and just so kick-ass and oh man she even continues that this is the great thing too this is the first guardians so they continue to you know stay with us and and their stories evolve even more and you're just like you're just when i'm watching this like oh this was only the beginning this was only the beginning um can we talk about um Yandu as a villain. Yes, let's go talk about. I loved him. Oh my god! Like he was like you know going about like Ronan being like such a flat villain. Like he was so multi-dimensional. Like the character was great. Like, and I hope we get to see. I don't know what his weapon is called. That arrow that he whistles. Mm -hmm. It also reminded me a little bit about Harry Potter. So I think I really loved it. (laughs) Like it just like whizzing around. yeah, he, it was just he was phenomenal. And like that they have this like mutual kind of like he respects Peter mm-hmm. for being as wily as he is. But like, you know, yeah, there's this weird like paternal figure thing going on as well since he raised him. Yes. I'm, and I'm so glad you pointed that out, because in the next movie that actually gets explored a lot more in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, too. They hinted it right. Like, oh, should yeah. we have delivered him to his father? Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. And he pretty much, you know, he picked him up when he was a kid. So he pretty much raised Peter um, and, you know, raised him to be a thief. But at the same time was his main kind of like father figure. Um, and then other great, you know, characters, you you have Nebula. Gamora's sister, uh, you you know, she doesn't really have that much camera time in this one, but she also goes on to do a lot in the MCU. Um, Benicio del Toro as the so collector. Good. I mean, talk about quirky. I mean, his his just whole his whole his whole vibe. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know how he came up with that, but it works. God, but it so works. Good. Yeah. And when I remember when he one of my favorite moves of his is when he looks at the stone and she's he's just like shaking his hands. He's like, oh, beautiful. You know, and he's looking yeah. at it. I was just like, 
wow, that's 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 so that's so freaking quirky, you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So and then that whole that whole uh scene too of like the his whole collection. And do you do you remember uh the from Thor uh the end of Thor two? That's where they dropped off the uh the the uh the red one the mm-hmm. the the ether stone. So he's he was already that's where we were put we were originally put in his mind is like he has it out for the infinity stones Mm-mm-mm. and he also talks about the the origin of the infinity stones so they're they're definitely laying you know the ground for all the like all the uh the action that's going to come related to the infinity stones and and how they're important and stuff like that um and and then yeah and then even like they're just like the fun jokes that they running jokes like the footloose joke with kevin bacon was super fun i was just like it made me think about it like hmm i guess if i was to go out into space and be like who are the great heroes from your planet i'd be like would i be like kevin bacon (laughs) (laughs) would i would i be like yeah kevin bacon he's you know some you would think like you know it would be like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone, but no, like Peter Quill's like I'm calling Kevin Bacon's one of the great heroes from my planet. Yeah, just another way that to show that like here's a hero, How quirky he is. Yeah, that's like none other we've seen. Um, and then uh, you know uh, you see oh the whole joke of like metaphors like. Drax doesn't get metaphor. Oh my God, it was so good. And that callback at the end, he was like, metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Finger on throat means killing. <laughs> As he's like ripping the guy's head off. <laughs> Why do you have to go like that? <laughs> so sad. Wait, was that Digimon? Yeah, that was Digimon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was so sad. I really like him. I really like him. Oh, when Groot like skewers that line of people and is just thrashing them around sometimes i'm like i wouldn't mind if there was like a moment where like even for people who are very used to killing where it's like that was a that was that was brutal man (laughs) (laughs) that was a lot like it went like we got it the first two times he swung and then he just kept going and i'm like these people are pulverized now Because I was like, if this was from a villain standpoint, like we'd be mm. like, oh, this is a brute. This is somebody who like is like doing just sense, just a senseless brutality. Yeah. But it's just like because we because we like we see him as on our team. Then when he like looks back and smiles and is like, isn't killing fun? We're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, as a human, as an empathetic human, I'm like, that, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, and I, I think that's a, a funny moment also because like, you, you know, up to that point, it's not like Gru has done a ton of like major action type moves. But in that moment, you're just like, oh, don't mess with Groot, you know, like dude, dude can fucking like yeah. put tree branches through you. Well, he did put his his twigs up somebody's nose and <laughs> into their that's brain. Yeah. That was really intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that guy deserved it though. Like first yeah, thing no, he, he went up, Absolutely. yeah, he like went up to Peter Quill. <laughs> that was Please. a great line too. Like Rocket being like, "This is our booty." 
you're just like it was like oh okay yeah then uh, bradley cooper did so good i kept mm-hmm. being like i can't remember what he sounds like but i'm like oh i guess this is what he sounds like and i'm like man he's killing it right now yeah i yeah. was thinking that must have been really harsh on his voice yeah he's yelling he's, yeah. most of those lines a lot of yelling yeah, and very gravelly too very yeah. gravelly yeah but not yeah. not a star is born gravelly it's like it's <laughs> both good oh uh truth truth i haven't seen star is born oh i i mean i i should at some point but like yeah, I think yeah. it's worth it I I remember watching like the first 30 minutes and I think at one point I think I was eating dinner and I was like I'm finally gonna watch this movie and like he throws up like within the first like 10-15 minutes I was just like oh no okay I need to watch push something through. while eat my dinner push through push through it's worth it cool it's cool, very cool. good Brother um, great and he's so I'm, good and I'm glad uh, he did he did like a little bit of the the reboot of Wet Hot American Summer Right. <laughs> which i thought was fun and then they had him as dj ski mask so that he could be in scenes <laughs> which is like <laughs> with a mask on which i was like that's fun he's very that's famous funny. now <laughs> yeah that's funny he was in he was the douchey guy i think in what was it wedding crashers or one of those yeah. like rom-com movies and he mm-hmm. plays like the guy that the girl the is guy that rachel and- mcadams is supposed to be with yeah 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 yes, and he's sack. like yoked yeah. yeah and i just remember him and i'm like that was brad and then you go back and i'm like that is bradley cooper oh my goodness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep and and then and then he's in the mcu as as a raccoon mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll call him that oh, oh i mean as as rocket as rocket <laughs> name by his name um yeah, and then you know you have just that final, also massive end space battle scene, which again another thing that I hadn't. I was like, this is so different from MC from MCU. We have like legit ships shooting at each other, and you know the Nova Corps showing up. That's usually a, a space place where I like I tear up a little bit. Where like uh, the actor, his name is like Peter Senefos Sena- or something like that. He played mm-hmm. the Tick um, on the Amazon show, where like he was guy? just like. Uh-huh. Um, he's, um, he's, he's like a British comedian too. Yeah. Yes. Um, I like him. Yeah. 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 And where he says, you know, the one like, I can't believe I'm taking orders from a raccoon. Yeah. 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 Well, when he first shows up, he's just like, uh, Peter Quill, this is so-and-so from Nova Corps. Just let you know, I was against this. Prove me wrong. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) they're coming together. They're coming together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, and just, you know, overall, a really cool, just, different movie from all the mc movies we see before and expanding the the universe now that we're in space and you know connecting it to thanos who we're gonna see uh take such a major role down the line in mcu um and then and then ending it with a dance off i mean come on dance off you know and then final battle area the what what more can you ask for than like a, your a movie just screaming this is different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're nine movies in, you're just like, okay, we need to do something different. And then you put this out and just like, okay, good job. You did it. You did it. You know it. what too? And I love uh, music from that era too. Mm, so that the whole, also yeah, was the great. Mixtape. Like the mixtape, all the songs that they chose were so good for like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just made, it just made everything better. 
Yeah. Because it tied it in. I think that was it too, is like you're in this completely foreign land and like the music actually like grounds it in something real because we yeah. all know those songs. Mm-hmm. So anytime, oh man, anytime the, the, any of the music played, you're like, yes. And like it put you in the mood that you needed to be in to watch what was happening. Yeah. So yeah. many feel good songs that yeah. like didn't, that didn't feel too similar, mm-hmm. even though it was like they were kind of similar but like yeah, it didn't yeah. feel that way like energetically it was just like feel good songs yeah um yeah. i want to talk about a moment uh when when peter and gamora like almost kiss when mm-hmm. he's like putting moves on her and he reaches out and holds her hand and is like pulling her in closer and i just do not believe she would let someone touch her mm. uh, like honestly like she the way that she spent her life like i don't know for certain not that she can't like be a sexual person or like a romantic person but like the way that she was raised i don't feel like like touch is something that she's probably experienced in that soft way mm. in her life maybe ever uh, because of like how firm a grip thanos has had on her like i don't feel like she's probably had a lot of romantic partners uh, and I just like she just seemed very comfortable being mm-hmm. touched by a person she met the day before. And like, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, Interesting. like like you feel like maybe like she would have had a different she should have had a different reaction to it or like they just sat in that moment too long. Uh, I don't I honestly like I don't know how I don't know if she could have done it differently because i know that like the vibe that they were going for and like the punchline they're going for in that so it's like there's some things energetically that have to happen but i don't know like directorially i guess i i would have maybe wanted something in there of like a flinch and then accepting it or Mm. something because like i feel like probably the only contact she's had is combat Mm-hmm. So like someone touching you is like that's so dangerous. Yeah. I think vulnerable. would be the wiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I will say too with Gamora and watching this again, I wish we got to see her journey in terms of like, you know, like all she says is my father has been horrible to me and then we just like accept it and i wish we had gotten to see a little bit of just that turning point of like where she's just like something happens or he says something so we're like okay this is why you're you're choosing to leave the moment she decided to betray him yeah because up until like we go i wasn't and i don't know if they did this on purpose so that you weren't sure what side she was playing on until then maybe that was what they were trying to do i was just like oh i wish like i get everyone's like story right like rocket is upset that he's you know he feels like he's this abnormal disfigured thing like gruda's group peter has lost his uh, mother and like she was the only one where like we didn't get to we just didn't i just wanted like a peek of like who she was Mm -hmm. and like what had happened versus like she was the only one where like she showed up and said here's me and then like we went off ah yes yes we didn't get it, it was all the information was just like coming kind of like from from her um and like and 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 kind of like in the in the perspective of like this is her mission yeah like Mm -hmm. i just wanted her backstory like we even get like nebula's motivation 
clearer than hers, which is like mm. Thanos goes, this is my favorite daughter. And then we see it on Nebula's <laughs> face. Like, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, also, also, when they get to the prison, they're like, they, they say something to Gamora and she's like, nah, I was planning on betraying Thanos. I was like, you would just say that? Like, <laughs> to- you would just say that like in a room like yeah i was planning on betraying the most powerful being in the fucking universe that was my plan enemies like what (laughs) that's wild to me that's wild yeah 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 that is interesting because like i guess at that point she she must have been like i don't give it i don't give a fuck anymore because i'm 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 on this trail now and if it comes back to me like Maybe she's just That'll like expecting it. it. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I, I guess. All right. All right. Oh, I don't I mean, know. I, I would have held out hope think about that it. I could still betray him and not <laughs> blow up all my shit. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, I will say, comparatively, considering she's like one of, the, you know, pretty much the, the most major female character that has come out in the MCU at this point. Like you have like Pepper and then you have like Natasha. Like Natasha would have played that back and forth that like, stealthiness mm-hmm. the whole time like was she on our side is she not on our side mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. where's gamora you know she's she's just being like this is my mission i'm i'm here i'm telling you exactly what i want and she's almost like this is me <laughs> i also didn't understand speaking of like stuff going on in the prison i was like people just was they were sleeping outside together anyways and then she goes into her chamber and then they i was like wait Everyone's just sleeping outside anyway. So why are you going into this room like it's a shelter anyways? And like all these guys are leering and we're like, we're going to hurt you. Yeah, but nobody touches her. Yeah, no one touches her till like nighttime. And it was like they were going to like gave her the courtesy. Yeah, it's like a a courtesy, like, you know, get yourself settled before we cut slit your throat. And then they're like, they're like, oh, no, like they don't care what happens when you're in here. Like you can kill anybody you want. But like everybody's like. I'm gonna kill you later. <laughs> when everyone after else is dinner, sleeping. when yeah. I eat in and my energy is up. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on here?" Well, very good points to make. I, I will say, you know, be, we, as we move forward, a lot does come out in terms of like Gamora's backstory. So cool. I feel like that 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 longing you have it, i feel like once we move forward it, it will, will you, it will be fulfilled um so but you know that wraps our part of the marvel side of the podcast so we're gonna go ahead and move on to our stretch and share, stretch um, and share. quincy it's your turn to pick a stretch this week okay i have actually both this week like what last week my mind was a black hole and i couldn't think of anything uh we can do like a hamstring stretch um if you place your foot on top of your knee Uh and like lean forward you'll get like a nice little hamstring stretch okay Um, okay what is is my metal chair very creaky I cannot hear it. Oh, there you can't hear that. Now I can hear it. Now I can hear it. Yeah. I'm just crossing my ankles and doing it because there's no room under my desk. Um, But yeah, but while you guys stretch, I will share. I'm going to share that. Oh, um, so, you know, I've been very, very cautious this whole time during lockdown. So I, I don't leave my apartment as much as I should. But this past week, I have done it more. I went on a couple walks in the sun and it was Yay. very it was very good i i there were small moments of like uh, these people some people don't have masks but um you know i was 
just trying to push through. And, and I, I even, I, I have, I live in a very like hilly area. So I, I went up a hill <laughs> and that, it was hard. Uh, but I got to the top and then I was like, okay, we can, we can go back now. Um, but yeah, so that the first steps towards, you know, getting back out there and, and living out in the world again, uh, Yay! taking baby steps Yay! and one hill at a time, one hill, one baby hill at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my share. Do you, Giovanni, do you have any highlights, a highlight from this week that you want to share? Hmm. Um, okay. I am, I'm on my chair, but I'm doing this. I'm doing this thing from, uh, Ooh. Ooh. anybody else only do the stretches that they learned in junior high PE still. <laughs> um, uh, I'll go, I'll go timely. I got my, I'm, I got my second vaccine, uh, as a Friday, it was two days ago. How'd, how'd you um, feel? I feel much better. I feel like today I was like, okay, I think I'm side effect free now, but hot tip. This was amazing. Um, uh, motorcycles cut the line at the vaccination oh. sites. So I don't know when people are listening to this, if, if it'll, it'll, if it'll still be a problem, but I mean, it's hours long wait at Dodger stadium, but my, my partner uh, rides a motorcycle and they just wave you up to the front. Wow. So it was like 20 minutes. I suppose like I'm one, like my friend went uh the same day and waited three hours. Whoa. Ooh. So, so if, you got, everyone... if you know somebody with a motorcycle, get on that. Or get your motorcycle license now. Never a better time. Time to switch to two wheels. hmm I would be so bad on a motorcycle. I there's I... just certain people in life that I'm one of those people that no, it's just I, just I think might so. as well sign my life away. <laughs> <laughs> like mm, I mm. just would look at a building a second too long, and it'd just be like, "There, Quincy's gone." <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want yeah, that for you. No, Stay on no. them four wheels. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, any share, Quincy? I have a share. Um, I have. This is like a share. Share. Um. Mary H.K. Choi is a YA novel writer. I love her. She Her book's so good. I'm so jealous of all the 12-year-olds who are um, reading her books because I feel so seen as an adult. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had this for my tween self. Um, and she has a micropod, and it's called Hey, Cool Life. And it's a mental health and creativity podcast. Okay. And it's just really nice because she... Uh, talks about her struggle with like anxiety and depression and um, a food disorder and like how that manifests and like how it affects her creativity. And so she'll share like what she does to manage and like boundaries. And I've found it very helpful just to like listen to someone be like, hey, like be gentle. Just do two things. Don't feel like you have to do 50. Awesome. Awesome. So I share that's also a recommend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that brings us to the end of our stretch and share portion. Now we're going to dive into the makeup portion, which Yay. is advanced eyeshadow. Yay. Or as I also am calling it, fancy eyeshadow. Because <laughs> what we did before our last eyeshadow was natural look. And I, and to be perfectly honest, like I, I and this is the thing that gets me when you are trying to make your fe- your face look like it has like it's natural, but it has makeup. 
it's really hard to when you're new be like is this right does this look right because it looks like i don't have makeup but that's the point to look like you don't have makeup so i am looking forward to this because based off the pictures you you sent us quincy like it Mm -hmm. looks like you have makeup when you do this put on makeup um or more obvious makeup fancy makeup um we're gonna work on a cut crease today i feel like this cut crease look my gut tells me it's from drag queens um because drag queens do a cut crease for drag makeup to you know um accentuate their eyes in a larger than life way and i feel like now i see it a lot like a lot of mainstream or like you know non-drag queen makeup being influenced by drag makeup like mm-hmm, i see a lot mm-hmm. of women do it um so to start okay i know it was a lot of brush it was, it was a good list it was a hefty list of things um you're gonna take your uh primer and right. use a brush i think there's um the synthetic brush that i uh had you get is that the flat watch. one? Yeah, no worries. Watch as a uh, true story. My partner's cat uh, peed on um, on my eyeshadow palette. Oh no! I had a very, oh, no. I had a large eyeshadow palette covered in cat piss. Oh no! Oh, no. Uh, was she mad at you, or was it an accident? I I think that this cat really likes me. He, <laughs> he comes in for cuddles all the time. I don't know what the deal was with that. So funny. I'm or so just likes me in a more natural look. Yay. Maybe that's what it was. Um, that's upsetting. My cat hasn't peed on anything or pooped on anything. She hasn't. She did a few weeks ago poop outside her on the floor. And I remember I picked her up and like it was just like, oh, morning cuddles. And like turned around and stepped straight in her shit. <laughs> Warm. <laughs> Bare feet? <laughs> no. no. No, I didn't want to ask. Why did I ask? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sacrifice for love. The yep. love of an animal. That was the price I paid. What was your reaction? Uh, I immediately threw her away. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. Um <laughs> And then I, you know, I'm like cleaning my stuff and I'm like, okay, everything's clean now. And then somehow it got under the rug. So, cause, cause I'm, I'm finished and I'm like, why does it still smell like poop in here? I check her thing. Like it's, and then somehow it had gotten under the rug and like, I had also stepped. <laughs> oh no. They expanded. No, 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 no. Wait, um, so, so Quincy, you're using, yes. which brush are you, is this the right brush? Uh, ye- hold on. I can't tell oh, from here. I can't here. tell. It's the mini tapered synthetic brush. Um, mini tapered synthetic. Yes. It, it's not the... It's the one with the point. Oh, it's okay. Like it has, the point. It's pointed. Point. So then we, uh, I don't... So we use synthetic... Uh, we're using a synthetic brush because synthetic brushes are like made out of plastic, you know, non-natural bristles. So it like um, the product comes off of it. Okay, and you're just putting primer on the tops of your eyes? Yes. Okay, and this is primer, so it's just to prime. It's to prime and to give you a smooth finish to start. Right, right, just like the face primer. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. It is so over primer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm always just like, you know, I feel like there's a primer concealer for every every part of your face, Uh and you're just like, you know... Why wouldn't they just create a primer that's just like everywhere? You know, I think specifically for your eyes, it's different because your the skin around your eye is very delicate. 
Mm. And um, it's very like thin. It, you only have one layer of skin around that eye, the eye skin. So you want to be very. So I feel like that's. What I mean, it is. yeah, I, I understand that logic, but just like, come on, come on, science. <laughs> it's it's twenty to one. Come on, just you know, primer looks for your face, works for your eyes, works for your yeah. walls. You know, primer, yeah. prime, prime it all. I'm just prime gonna grab brushes so I can be doing stage business. Yeah, oh, cool, cool. Come, come, go come. for it. Yes. Um, and then Kay, are you gonna be um. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting it on. Uh, okay, cool. I wasn't sure if you wanted to watch the whole thing and then do it. Uh, what? Uh, go, keep going and talking through it. Oh, and then yes, I'll yes, 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 yes. Follow I'll along. Follow along as you go. I might just do one eye for now. No, I'm going to do one eye. Yeah, I'm not doing okay. both eyes. Yeah, I don't think we'll have time to do both. Um, and then so for the three colors you pick, try to pick three colors that are... Um, like similar in palette that are easy to mix. Okay, yeah, um, I got, so- I got this because it hey. looked like something that, like the colors look recognizable to me. Yes. Like <gasps> falsies, those are good false eyelashes. Giovanni, <laughs> 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 um, the fall. Uh, yeah, what colors do you want to use? Uh, I want to, you know what? I want to go. I want to do the blue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So do like a base blue and then pick pick a blue that's a little bit darker and a little bit lighter. Okay. Yeah. So would you say Yeah, those 3 are great. These th- one, two, three, or Yeah, and then use the two as your base. These first one, two as the base. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sh- show me how show me how. Okay, great. Um and then Giovanni, what's your experience with makeup? Do you mm-hmm. wear a lot of makeup? No, just for auditions and stuff. Yeah, I don't same. know. And I don't really know how to do it. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm always like, uh, I'm not an expert. I'm not a makeup artist guy. <laughs> this is literally just me looking up YouTube tutorials. Uh, so you'll get your base color. And it's the same thing, Kay, as we did in the first eyeshadow tutorial. In the you're crease. Gonna, yeah, right? so you're going to tap it off. Yeah. And you're going to come in and use circular strokes to get it into your eye socket. Very good, Giovanni. Thank you. Yeah. Circular. I thought it was, I thought we did. Yeah, like, you can do windshield wipers. Windshield, like okay. this. Or circular in, circular out. Circular and it's over in. the whole eye? Because I think last all, time. It's into your eye socket. Into the eye socket. Yeah. Across across the whole eye? Because I thought last time you started from like the middle and just went out. Yeah. So it's the middle and then out. Uh, yes. I'm going from the middle out middle out okay okay but the color is covering more of the eye because this has more pigment and so i think you're seeing it um okay you're seeing it more why can't i can never teach words words teach mouth um you can see more of the pigment spread across my eyelid okay yeah well that that's helpful because it looks like it's it definitely looks like something's happening here, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we are, we are shadowing. There is shadow present. Yes. Um, cool, cool, cool. So that's the first color. Yes. Okay. I'm still on the primer on. Great, 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 great. Um, yeah, I don't really wear a lot of makeup unless it's for auditions as well. Cause it's like, I don't know. I feel like my skin needs, needs to breathe. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I got okay. these falsies from, um, HK Market in Koreatown. Those are good uh, falsies. My best friend uses them because they're oh, like great. really natural. Yeah. Very affordable. Yeah. If you're in LA, HK Market. Yeah. 
Do you get their face masks? Do they sell face Absolutely. masks? Absolutely. Yeah. I've got Pearl. I've got Snail. I got all this yeah, stuff in my bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. This makes me think back to our conversation we were having about um, Korean spas. I yeah. I love Korean spas. I, lo- I love K-Town. Yeah. Okay. The best. This Korean barbecue. Anyway. <sighs> Are you almost still free. applying this? So this? what I'm doing now is just buffing the color up and out because we are doing a cut crease. So you want the color actually to go a little past your brow bone. And I haven't added any color. I'm just using that f- bigger fluffier b- brush to uh, soften the edges. Okay. Not the crease brush. No. The bigger, fluffier one. Yeah. Okay. All right. All, I'm- all eyeshadow application is, is using like a fluffy round brush to apply and then buff it out. Buff it out. Yeah. Okay. And then Giovanni, a trick, I didn't know this until I started doing this, is if you want um, a more uh, denser application, you hold the brush closer to the brush head. And if you want like a lighter, you hold it at the edge. Yeah. And they're like weighted. Um, I guess good brushes are weighted so that when you are holding them at the edge, it like makes sense ergonomically. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. There you go. Okay. How does it looks good from here? I think you could you could add a little more color. Okay. Adding yeah. more color. And it looks like it looks like I got like above the eye thing, but not like all the way to the lash. You don't line. need to get to the you don't need to get to the actually do you with this one? You can. Okay. Just because it is. Or, or maybe it's because do you have eyeliner on? Maybe that's why you're I eye don't looks, have eyeliner on right now. You don't? I don't have any makeup on. Ay, ay, ay. My question is, what is this for? And am I using it correctly? <laughs> that is like a face roller. And what it's supposed to do is it um, promotes circulation on your face. I'm sure there's like a YouTube tutorial where like uh, pretty much I uses this a lot. Um, I Yoshihara on our team. Like, oh. um, it's to just you want to create circulation. And, and I think you want to use like an upward motion. Everything about like face skincare stuff is like lifting. So think about like pushing up. Thank you. Yeah. And if you, um, I don't know if yours is like a stone one, but if it is, you can, I'm sure um, whether it is a stone one or not, you can throw it in the fridge and it's, it'll get cold and you'll get like a nice cool sensation. Thank you. My fridge is already full of jade rollers. There's no space. I haven't used uh, the jade. Have you? Do you use it frequently? No, no. I think I have one. I don't. I don't think it does enough. Personally, um, sometimes I like to give a facial. I like. I do love skincare. I'm like not a huge makeup person, but I do yeah. love skincare. So, what's your skincare routine consist of? Um, do you have like a favorite? Like, oh, this was. I love. I, I really like SkinCeuticals products. Um, personally, I love. I love a clay mask. My tint. My skin tends to get oily, so I'll. Mm. I'll do a clay mask usually like once a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I do. I exfoliate once a week. Yeah, same. I want to do it more because I want to feel good. Oh, and they discontinued Clarisonic. Like the Clarisonic is just gone, which was really oh, upsetting why? to me because I I guess they went out of business. Like at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, interesting. So that that I like. I my face never feels as clean as it did when I used Clarisonic. Yeah, there's like a nice like, like. I don't know. Like you got stuff sloughed off mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. Okay. How are you doing? Um, 
I feel like it's a little messy. Okay. I think that might be just like a technique thing, maybe just getting more practiced with like how to apply. Okay. Yeah. But it looks the, good from it's still here. only just one color, right? Yeah. So far. Yeah. And I then we like can move on looks, to it. Your look, yours looks so much like more even. Yes, because um, so as you apply this, then you get that bigger, fluffier brush. The key with uh, eyeshadow, I learned, is if you want the eyeshadow to come up here, you don't apply it there. You buff it up. So you use that fluffier um, brush and you blend it up and outward. You have okay. good brushes, Giovanni. They're, I'm unwrapping them all from their plastic. I feel like they were a gift or something. <laughs> You know, people really just be getting, getting girl stuff. Yeah. Like, this is a good girl gift. Yeah. And then, yeah, there you go. Okay. And then again, it's the same buffing. And then you you can hold your brush closer to the end right. just okay. to get a lighter buff. This is this is the crease brush. Uh-huh. And then. And then and if then. you want it to spread a little, you can use the circular motion and bring it up above. With the same brush? Yeah. Okay. And then if you really want to soften the edges, you'll use that that fluffier one to buff it. Okay. And that is that the fluffier the fluffier one that's not pointed or the fluffier actually I think I probably have two. Is it this one or this one? It's the black one. The black one. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like a round poof shape one. What is that? I was hoping you could tell me. Oh, I think it looks <laughs> like a some kind of scrubber. <laughs> I feel like every girl has like a random bag of ma makeup they've collected over the years that they don't know what to do with. Um, I do. And I'm like, what do I do with this? Who do I give this to without being like offensive? Like, hey, here's my trash. Uh, take it. Yeah, I definitely have somebody's trash. <laughs> and my my skin feels really irritated after after rolling this thing on it. So I'm oh just trying God. to soothe it. <laughs> Oh, this is not a good brush. Oh, man. I, yeah, I, I feel like through the years, I've gotten a lot of like, just like full boxes of like makeup kit things. And I'm, I've always kind of been like, okay, I, I thanks for the hint. I should be wearing makeup. But like, you who gives the, these presents to you, Kay? I, I've gone from the like aunts, aunts and cousins. Oh, interesting. You know, and like, and I feel like, it's like cool it's like oh you open it up and you're like oh it's a makeup kit and all these colors but it just ends up collecting like dust and 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 honestly i've probably used the boxes like i remember getting one that was like this like big silver box and i was just like oh and i took all the makeup out and i put in like pens and post-its and like you know paper clips like stuff for stationery oh i um, love and just through through the i don't know if i threw the makeup away but i definitely didn't use it yeah so you're applying the second color now? yes so when you're ready you'll get your third darker shade and you'll really focus on the, Wait, edge. the third one or the second one the third one okay third dark one uh so if your blue is second you want to use number three okay the darker shade, it should be darker than what you applied. And you will focus on um, the outer corner of your eye here and really thinking about um, pressing it into that crease. So, so wait, so this is the third color you've applied? Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 it's not the third color. It's number three. Remember number on three. your palette, you went on one, the two, palette. Three. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Huh. Giovanni, what's the... Oh, wait, no, I guess I was going to ask you, what's the first thing you're going to do once everything's free-free? And I figured it'll be uh, K-barbecue for you. Yeah, I definitely want Korean barbecue. What's your favorite thing to eat? I love pork belly. I love it. But also banchan, like, I love good banchan. I, like, really... I'm sorry, I don't know how much you swear on this podcast, but I, like, really fucks with macaroni salad Mm -hmm. and potato salad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, oh, like... Any, I mean, anything pickled. I just, I love acidity. So like kimchi, anything, pickled anything. <laughs> I'm about yeah. uh, fish cakes. Have mm. you had mochi nuts? Mochi nuts? No. What's a it's, mochi nut? It's a mochi donut. Yes. That's not what I... I think I just said mochi donuts. Sorry. Oh, yes. Like, yes, yes. The, the brand, that? the brand, the, the, the donut shop that called... That sells them. The one that I go to is called Mochi Nut, which is why I just called it. But it is a mochi donut. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes, 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 yes I've yes. had them from Kings Hawaiian and I've had them Ooh. from someplace in Seattle, in Chinatown, Seattle. That was very, very good. I oh, like mochi Kate, donuts. A lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was it was like crack for me. I had one and I was craving one all day. And I had told my girlfriend she had she got like six i was like i'm good i'm gonna be good i'm not gonna i don't need three because it's either by one or by three sat there craving oh. one the whole day I hey how are say, you doing uh i don't know what do you think it looks good um i think what you could do um we can use uh concealer to clean it up um, we might want to uh, clean right here just because i feel like it, you brought that down okay um, and you want, or I mean, we can make it, we can turn it into a look. If you want to bring that blue down to here, so it's part of your under eye. Huh? Um, and then with the brush, since it is a rounded brush, again, think about blending oh, it in. Mouth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm still using the crease brush to blend. Yeah. You can bring it down. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. Yeah, you're like not even looking <laughs> when you're you're buff- you're doing this. You're not even looking at yourself. Oh, because like- mostly because it's uh, buffing, and it's just all I'm doing is softening the edges. I, yeah. oh, okay. All right, and 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 so and so. Hmm. Hmm. And I think hmm. we can just clean that up. Clean, clean, yeah. clean. Does it help when you say the word over and yeah. over when you do it? it clean, does. clean, it clean. Does. Words are powerful. Yeah. So that's that's color two. Uh-huh. And then there's a third color. Yes. Um, but we will do actually our cut crease now. And this this I'm not as um this takes practice to get like it's just you're essentially using the white to create a false lid. Um and Okay. Okay, you okay? Have I lost yeah, you? No, no, no. I'm I'm looking. Um and so you're gonna get your concealer. Okay. This is the only time you use concealer on your eyelid, um, and you're, we're creating a fake eyelid. Um, so you'll get your synthet- synthetic tapered brush. You're going to get some product on, um, and you'll see. I'm not very good at this yet, but I'm going to do my best. So you're just like going from the very inside. Yes, the inside corner. And you're what gonna go across the lash line? I'm gonna go up. 
you're going you're like hmm <laughs> you're going you're going up and across like the yeah so what I'm doing is creating a fake eyelid by hold on maybe I should just finish it huh hmm Honestly, I look like uh, I feel like I got um, like uh, punched in the face by the blue pel- Teletubby, and he left a mark a little <laughs> bit, been like a like you know blue, instead of a black eye, a blue eye. So it's this right here. Oh, and then we're blending it. And you would use so so this is where my real eyelid is right here. This fold. But this cut crease, you're creating a false crease in your eye. Okay. All right. And I've blended the color up here. So all the eyeshadow is up here. With, and then we're with, the, same, this. with the same brush? Uh, with this, you're going to use the synthetic uh, tapered brush that you use to apply the primer. Okay. And you're going to use that to create this like fake. I don't know if it's fake. All the beauty YouTubers are never like, they're so like eloquent when they speak and I'm sitting here being like, fake lid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Use a brush on your face. Yeah. And apply. (laughs) And gently mix. Put the stuff on their face and rub it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. It's actually not bad. All right. Cool. I practiced this earlier last week um, and I used purple and I did not finish getting the purple out of my face. And so I had purple all lined here um, under my under eye and it looked like I'd gotten punched. <laughs> well, you know, I'm. I'm... Uh, showed up to um, a conference call, a Zoom call like that, just like a purple hue died. Yeah. When does the what? Where does the third color come into play? So uh, we will put the third color over this and over that. Yeah, because it's all Uh, about blending, uh, and then you don't want this to go past this your your eyeball right here. The the iris of the eyeball. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Okay. Ah. How, how, uh, <laughs> keep going. Okay. That's okay. Good. Still going. Feel free to vamp. I'm trying to find makeup filters, but I can't find I any. I didn't even know Zoom had filters. Yeah. I've seen somebody, somebody did a bunch of, I don't, there are like apps you can add to Zoom. Really? Wait. But Giovanni, how did you add those sun, the goggles on? I'm on. I'm on a background and filters, video filters. But that's crazy. I feel like it's in studio. Oh, good. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's it looks good. Okay. Yeah, I I I like that. Yeah. That looks really good. You want to move on to the third color? Yeah. Yeah. So then you take your lightest color. So that's why we work in gradients. Um, let's see. With the lightest color? Yes, we're going to do the lightest color. And you're going to so get was the your... first color supposed to be the second color? 
So you know how on your palette you went one, two, three? Yeah. Your base color was two. Your okay. darkest color was three. Your lightest color was one. All right. So, yeah, I, I used the wrong one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used I used one as one. And I was thinking we were, and I used three as two. Oh, okay. Okay. It's okay. So, it's okay. All right. All right. We learn. So, um, yeah. With this, the lightest color, you're then just going to, this is not brushing. You're going to pat it on. Okay. And are you using a crease brush for that? No, I'm using a flat brush. Flat I think one brush. of the brushes I got you was flat. I have this, is this smaller flat one. Yes, you can use that one. Okay. It's the angled one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one's cute, Giovanni. The closest I could find to makeup. You look oh, so cute. You look like a little this is my blush. I applied like my like blush. Peach. I applied <laughs> my I applied my leaves. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have on right now? Do you have makeup on right now? Because honestly, I cannot tell. Yeah, I'm wearing uh, I'm wearing makeup. I did in case anybody's getting also was getting those Instagram ads. I'm wearing Il Maquillage Foundation. No, I did not get those Instagram oh, ads. They were targeted just at me, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm I wearing like a bunch targeted, of maquillage. Those targeted ads, I feel like, work. Sometimes they do. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I know, you know, I'm I'm like thick and I need a bathing suit for summer. And you know what? Honestly, this ad was helpful. Yeah. Uh, I'm also wearing blush uh, from Bare Minerals and... Uh, my eyebrow pencil is benefit. I don't know. Do you like that? I can't tell with benefit. Everyone is Not always, really. I don't know with like benefit mascara. Everyone always is like benefit mascara. And every time I use it, I'm like, I can't tell the difference. So I just return it. Oh, I just realized I don't, I I've never returned bush. makeup. I just like, like if there's something I don't like, I will use it until it's gone. I'm like, well, now I just don't like my eyebrow pencil for the next two months. You can return it. I never, I never even thought about it. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I found out some of my friends like never return anything. And um, that to me blows my mind because I'm like, oh, that's money. It's annoying. I hate doing it. But I'll make time. Do you return things or do you? I, I return clothes. Like if if, yeah, if I'm like really if I'm really like oh this isn't working, then I'll I'll return clothes. I would never send food back. And oh I, yeah. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think I would think to return makeup because I'm like, well, I used it. This Sometimes is- if it's like really bad for your skin, because some people have really like sensitive skin. I, I don't try to. Tr- uh, return makeup unless it's like what is happening like i've had a mascara thing like break like i opened it and it Mm. broke and i was like okay i can't use this yeah if something's defective i'll absolutely return it because that wasn't my fault but i'm like people will return food i'm like whoa you have balls yeah i'm like to me i'm like unless they did something wrong like if it's like oh there's dirt in this then like i made a choice (laughs) i made a choice I just, now I'm living with it. That's fine. Yeah. What, what if yeah, it's yeah. like a like you or they ordered it a certain way and but they did, like for me like I'll be like no pickles with the still put pickles on it or like no sauce. I like, would just t- for something like pickles I would just take the pickles off. Yeah. Or like or like a, what about like a sauce? Like people love to put mayo like mayo on sandwiches. Like I, I no, don't like mayo. So if 
I get a sandwich and it still has mayo, I'll be like, can I get a mm. no mayo? I, if I can tolerate the thing that I asked for that went wrong, like if I can tolerate it, I will, because I feel like once, like if I'm sending it back, I can't trust what the second thing is coming mm. back at me. So I'm like, I would, rather, I would rather know what's wrong with this one than chance the second thing having somebody's bodily fluids in it. Oh man, yeah. I've, I guess I've never is. vocalized that philosophy on restaurant food, but that's how I feel. They typically will just do it. They'll just remake it for you. Like it's usually not a big deal. Or have you, you know, have you worked in restaurants? Quincy? Yeah, I okay. remember. I remember the first time I was like, "Hey, is it true that they really do this, do that?" And they're like, "No, we don't really, you know, do that." But. <laughs> Well, some places do. Some places. I'm sure don't. they they do. I'm sure they do. I'm sure. I'm sure there are, there are assholes everywhere, and I'm sure they do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels. I don't know if it's like being an immigrant person, daughter. Like it just feels like a lot to like ask. Yeah. But yeah, and then you have to wait because then they have to go remake it. And if you're if you're eating with a person, like they're waiting. How are you doing, Kay? I don't know, honestly. I feel like I feel like I feel like this part, the inner part, and like mm-hmm. here. If I hadn't gone, like if Down. I don't, yeah. If it had been cut off here, mm-hmm. then I think I would be good. Yeah, I think I just went a little too. I, I crossed the line, so yes. we know where the line is. <laughs> Wait, can I do my thematic tie-in? My thematic Ooh, tie-in today sure, is sure, sure. so good. Good, uh, yes. Wrote it down. Um, like how the, and I did it in order of what we're doing. So mm-hmm. it's advanced eyeshadow cut crease, right? So here we go. Like how the Guardians of the Galaxy advanced the reach and depth of the MCU and had such colorful characters like you do in an eyeshadow palette. It showed how loss and isolation can cut and cut and separate you from being whole. And for that pain to crease to exist, we must connect with one another. That was so corny. Reach. It was a reach. <laughs> oh man! I'm hopefully you didn't hear any of our others because when it comes to us connecting theme, we reached. That's that's what it's for. <laughs> yep, it's literally like <laughs> both things were decided, and this is what we decided connects them. <laughs> yeah. I just love that Giovanni was just like just booed me as soon as I was done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh I mean, God. my only connection was going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy was so different and more colorful than the other movies. <laughs> it kind of looked like this. It had all these colors. That's why this one's <laughs> Yandu. This one's people on Xandar. I mean, I this, like, one, this is going to be this one so is good. Gamora. This is Gamora right here. That's Gamora. <laughs> And then, yeah, the people of Xandar, people of Xandar were this color. 
Yeah. Yeah. Although, also with the people of Xandar question, um, it seemed like there were a lot of different kinds of people in mm-hmm. Xandar. I couldn't tell because it was the jewelry person, but then it seemed like the people who were pink were also Xandarian. Zand- yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's lots of places are colorful. Like Cree, for instance, when we go there and Miss Marvel, or no, mm, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Like it's like, oh, Yondu's from Cree, but so are all these. <sighs> Oh, I see. Other yep. people. It's interesting because usually in space uh, shows, like if it, one, like if people are like Martian, everyone like looks the same. But mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a really cool way to depict a planet because, like you know, like our planet, mm-hmm. we all look different, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah. it's not everyone is homogenous. Yeah, and I think that's what Xandar is actually kind of supposed to be. It's supposed to be like known as one of those cities that's kind of a melting pot, and you uh, know, all kinds of different people have been there. Um, much like my top of my eye, a lot of things have graced this, and we're gonna. Okay, it looks great. It looks great, and I feel like now you can see. It looks. It looks. (laughs) Um, The final step would be to blend and then bring this color over, so it like you know isn't so harsh. I feel like I feel like I will just I I, for the rest of the night I could just sit here going just blending and be like let's see how this goes. Let's just take this on a journey and see where it ends up. Um, But, you know, I feel like that ends up bringing us to the end of our time and our podcast for today. Um, Thank you so much, Giovanni, for joining us. Um, And, you know, if you would. uh, Oh, and where would you like people to try and seek you out? Do you have any specific things you want to plug other than what we've already mentioned? Oh, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Giovanni, uh, J-I-A-V-A-N-I. And I just want to say I was so happy to come on this podcast. I have so much love for you both. And it's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you too. It's so nice to see you. Um, Well, thank you again. And uh, if you'd like to reach out to us or find out more about Marvel Makeup, uh, you can follow us on all social media at Marvel Makeup. Or you can email us at Marvel Makeup. Uh, pod at gmail.com please rate and review and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts so that wait and please please, (laughs) please, wait i like my brain went somewhere else please give us five stars so that our asian moms will stop telling us to get married or maybe that's just me since Kay's already married. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're immediately just like, kids, the next step, kids. Gosh. Yep. And you're just like, mmm, choices, my body. Yeah. My, my Asian mom's real chill. I just want to speak for the very few chill Asian moms. Oh, wow. Nice, nice. They, they're both, It is possible. They are out it's there. It's possible. I'm sorry that I booed and then showed off that my mom doesn't <laughs> no, pressure me okay. about marriage. <laughs> This is what Marvel Make is all about, bringing all these different unknown, known places, things together. Um, yeah. So, you know, thank you again. Thanks for listening slash watching. Uh, hope you join us next time.
Marvel Makeup is hosted and produced by Quincy Cho and Kay Kanapu. Quincy is an actor-writer based in Los Angeles, California. Kay is a writer-performer for Filipino AF and an alum of the CBS Diversity Sketch Showcase. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Quincy Dinosaur and at Kay Kanapu. The music for Marvel Makeup was composed by Clarence Yap and our artwork was designed by Patty Lynn. You can find them on Instagram at Clarence underscore Yap and at PattyLynn.jpg. See our show notes for even more info. Bye. Bye. <laughs>